Good morning, Rope Droppers. It's 2.27 a.m. I'm standing outside the Yacht Club. We just left the Beach Club. We're waiting for Mr. Alex Sinek to come join us. It's Michelle and I. Then we're going to walk over to Hollywood Studios where early reports on Twitter say we're going to get stopped at the underpass where we go under Buena Vista Drive. So we'll see if that's what's actually happening. It's really early. Let me just check. 2.30 a.m. right now. There is not another soul around. It's eerily quiet, except for some guy recording into his phone. So we're going to make the walk over, and then I'll update you on what's going on as we go to the rise of resistance today. All right, we are walking under the bridge of Buena Vista Boulevard, where there's about 30 to 40 people camped out, like they're slightly homeless with their blankets and whatnot, and... Uh, it's 2.43 a.m., and they just let them move up further. We don't know how far. Still walking. We're just behind the group. So we're going to see where we stop next, but that's how things are progressing so far. All right, it is 2.50, and I have arrived just outside the Skyliner station, and this is where we're told we're going to be for, well, until 4 a.m. So we got an hour, 10 minutes of sitting hanging out and uh i got my miniature donuts and my diet coke so i'm set that's the game plan so <sighs> i'll update you if anything exciting happens but it's pretty much going to be standing and waiting for the next so many hours all right bye so it's 419 and they moved us 500 feet for some reason now we're no longer next to the bathroom we're just outside of security but not at security so it's making a lot of sense um just hanging out here with what maybe 300 of our closest friends if that oh something like that so i'll let you know if we ever get to security they did open the parking lot and hopefully the people coming in from the parking lot are not in front of us so that's one of our main concerns at the moment Hey there, rope droppers. We just got through security. It was kind of a cluster. I ran around to the no bag line, and I got the full pat down while hundreds of people went past me. It was fantastic. Now we're like four people deep from the tap styles, and uh, here with one of Michelle's clients, actually, Anthony. Um, he's hanging out with us today. So what have you thought of the day so far, Anthony? All in all, uh, it's not been too bad. I was expecting, like... I don't know. It's still early in the day. I'm, I'm hoping we don't have a Haggard motorbike situation. Absolutely. Really worried about that, getting in there and it's all shut down. But um, it's been kind of pleasant today. It was supposed to be cold, but you're you're doing okay? Oh, yeah. Temperature's good. I, I wore my layers. I definitely got my sweat on when we were power walking a minute ago. So, yeah. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, the crowd's been – it's not huge. It's smaller than when we did Toy Story Land opening, I will say that. But the crowd is intense. Small but intense. Yes, I would say so. There were people um, that were already getting quite cranky at 4 a.m. Yeah, more coffee is needed. So that's kind of the update. We're at the tap styles awaiting to go in. I'll give the next update when we get down Hollywood Boulevard, where I'm sure they'll hold us two or three more times and awkwardly make us progress. Well, it's 5.35 in the morning. We got through the tap styles. They didn't make you put your finger on it, so that was good. But then you had to join a virtual queue as you went in. And our ticket did not work. 
So we had to go to a guest service person, where, which didn't work, as hundreds of people go past us. We were here at 2.30 in the morning, on the front of it, and now we're way back in the pack. And we got separated from everybody else in the group, so it's kind of a cluster. And we tried weaseling our way up, but of course everybody looks at us like we're the devil. Uh, but the rest of our group's on the rope. We're about 10, 15 people straight back from the rope, but the rope is super wide, which is also a concern because this is going to narrow a lot. They should never start the rope this wide. It's going to be a disaster. It already kind of has. The boarding group thing was a fail. Like, if you're here physically at this time, making us join a boarding group to get in didn't make any sense. And we're still banking on our magic bands working when we get up there to prove our boarding group. So I don't know. I'm not not real happy at the moment. We got here way before the people that were standing there. Way before. So um, hopefully we get back to our group at some point. But I'm not going to hold my breath. So that's kind of where we are now. And uh, I'll report in later. Hey guys, uh, this is Doug. We have moved forward through the mob, despite us having our tickets stolen. Our, well, Michelle had our magic band taken for about five minutes. That was fun. So we've weaved and bobbed, and we made it back to the front. We're behind Justin, who we were behind at the Tap Styles. Um, Justin, just tell everybody a little bit about your day so far. So far my day, we arrived at 11 p.m. We parked over at the Swan and Dolphin and walked down the boardwalk pathway. We stopped underneath the tunnel for a good three hours, got slowly moved up a little bit at a time to the Skyliner, then up to security. And as soon as we got in, we were the first two people to tap, and my group got boarding groups all the way from 10 all the way down to 15. So really, coming as early as we could didn't really get us to where we wanted to be today. No standby line kind of hurts the whole process, but, you know, we're happy to be here. Still in good spirits, really excited for the ride. How big a group are you here with? Uh, our group started off today as three, then it became six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So we got a big group now. Just all met each other this morning, all on Diz Twitter. We all love to be here for the new opening day. <laughs> Absolutely. Good old Twitter. Yeah, we just kind of gradually joined the back of your group, too. Um, so you guys were here at 11. What, what did you do all night long? All night long. We had a couple failed uh, projection attempts to watch Star Wars underneath the tunnel just outside the boardwalk. We had a bunch of different food, of course, a couple of different trips over to the bathroom by the pool at the uh, boardwalk for a little bit of heat. Other than that, just try to talk about the ride, talk about Disney, talk about movies, all that stuff. Great Disney community to talk about. So at 11 o'clock, were there security there stopping you? Security was there stopping us. They kept coming back in groups of two and three. Really good peop- uh, group of people. Met this guy named Paul. Shout out to him. He's from Virginia Beach. Talked to him all night long. Really, really nice guy. So, yeah, security kept patrolling back and forth, slowly moving us up. Everything was under control until they let us up to the front gates. And the boarding groups happened. The boarding so, groups happened. Thank you for the boarding groups, Disney. All right. Well, uh, hopefully they'll let us in soon. Um, and you guys are fairly excited for the ride. Very excited for the ride, yes. Yes. All right. That's the latest update. I'll talk to you guys later. It's 6.55. I'm going through the queue now after some kerfuffle with our boarding group. We've been told multiple things, and then when we got up here, it didn't work. Found guest services. They listened. So we're separated from everybody after the longest, most painful walk to the ride in the history of walks to a ride like there was times where i'm not sure i was moving i was just moving with the mob but uh, we made it um we're in the queue not with alex not with anybody else we're hanging out with justin and those guys but we made it um lots of great things to look at in the queue 
but we've just been kind of going past really fast. So here we are. So we'll update later. All right, rope droppers, we have ridden the rise of the resistance and it was fantastic. The getting to the rise of the resistance was a struggle, probably much like the real resistance and rebellion rising in the uh, eyes of the empire and the first order. Oh boy, it, that's a story for another day. I'm going to focus on the attraction here. So spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear about the attraction, the, you just wait to listen to this later. And I mean, really, it's not going to spoil. It's still amazing no matter what you do. So I'm also here with Anthony, who we uh, spoke to earlier when we're outside. He has ridden as well. I mean, we all got separated because of Disney magic, but we're back together now. So I'm just going to start by saying it was amazing. And Anthony, why don't you first overall view of it? Overall, it's an attraction um, unlike anything you've experienced. It's almost like you get two s different rides, um, amazing animatronics, but also good use of projection technology. Um, cast members were wonderfully interactive. I've never had cast members in the middle of an attraction interact with you in that way. It was such a unique experience. Right, the cast members are a big part of it and like you go to the first pre-show and there is a ray hologram and it looks like straight out of the movies and you get poe and all of those guys maybe not poe in the first one maybe finn right no it was poe he was talking to us on the screen we got our bba animatronic though yes. oh that was yes go all the way into the room so you make sure you see bba if you don't venture towards all the way in if you stay right inside the door of that first pre-show, you may not see Baby 8. Um, that's one little tip. And then you go back outside and you see Pose X-Wing with BB-8 geared up, ready to go. And then you go into the next sort of pre-show or ride part. It's an actual ride vehicle simulator where you're going from back to up into space to uh, go to the first order base. And uh, that's where shenanigans happen. What did you think of the first ride vehicle? I thought it was... It reminded me almost more of like a, a cross between a monorail and a Star Tours, if, that, if that's a good way to describe that, it. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, very smooth at the beginning, but then once the First Order captured us, it got pretty exciting in there, and I, I had to hold on. Yeah, so there's handrails, and it's, it's you know, a transport. It, it looks straight out of the movies. Uh, screens in the front and the back, so if you're in the back, you can look out the back window of the transport. If you're in the front, you can see the front, and animatronics are amazing in there, too. The screens, characters, everything, and then there's a tractor beam situation, and you end up on a First Order ship, and that's where it does something that no other Disney attraction does, and you get out of the ride vehicle, and you walk through part of the attraction. I think that might have been the biggest, like, different thing that separates it. What was your thoughts on seeing all the stormtroopers? I don't know how they constructed that space it felt so huge um and i don't who knows were they animatronics were they just dummies i i don't know um but the first order the i guess they were officers they were they were already giving you intimidating mm -hmm. looks as soon as you got off that was great yeah they're sending us to interrogation as prisoners and uh you actually walk through the hangar is what's happening it was just you know amazing to do getting to walk through the hangar and then you move on and you get uh assigned a color you know you're a prisoner still though they're not real friendly not disney uh cast member friendly right they're interrog they're there oh, yeah. to interrogate you a couple of them will definitely get right up in your face and start asking you questions and then you go in this weird room for an interrogation 
and it like it's narrow towards the back and it's just weird it gets dark and then hux comes in and kylo ren and they're gonna interrogate you and then he has to go deal with something right yeah uh he was needed on the bridge yeah yeah needed on the bridge likely excuse kylo um (laughs) so they don't quite interrogate you and that's when we get saved the rebellion shows up right Uh uh-huh they showed up you hear a lightsaber sound or some, or some kind of yeah. welding sound. Yep. Yeah, they cut through the wall. You sneak into a prisoner transport with a disguised droid, and that's where the trackless system comes into play, and they start a lot like Ratatouille or Pooh's Honeypots in Tokyo or Hong Kong. Tokyo. Yeah, they, they move you around that way, and you go basically from room to room, screen to screen, animatronic to animatronic, and they eventually figure you out, and there's you know blasters, there's all kinds of stuff. And you enter the the room with the ATATs or ATATs, and that what do you think of that? That was truly amazing. We, I'd seen construction photos of it. And I'm like, well, how are they going to do that? But the way they've managed the scale, it truly does feel like you're about to be blasted from an ATAT, and then that's when your nice, simple uh, Pooh's Honeypot kind of ride changes quite a bit. Yeah, so then you go from the trackless system into an elevator, and your Poe tells your droid to take your nut, Poe. Finn. Finn. Finn tells you to yeah. go, you go down to the... And, of course, no, our droid messes up, and you go up, and then you're eye-to-eye with the at-at, and then you get shot at there. And then you... Some nice effects on the, on the walls with screen projection mm-hmm. to really make it look like that sterile Imperial hallway has been destroyed by that uh, laser blast. Yeah, the effects are phenomenal. And then uh, we see Kylo Ren again on the bridge. We end up on the bridge yeah. somehow, which, you know, they didn't notice us yeah. on the bridge. The- yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh-huh. And then uh, we scurry around. Kylo's got us in his grasp. He's moving us around with the Force. Um, full-on star battles happening outside, too. Yeah, the Resistance fleet has shown up. Um, huge fight outside. And we are saved by a lucky blaster bolt that hits just behind Kylo Ren. And pitch it, uh, pulls the metal down around him. Yeah, so we're able to escape. We get to the escape pod, and then, well, you're not quite safe yet because then you're blasted out into that full-on space battle. Yes, talk about a, a, a drop. It felt kind of like Tower of Terror there for a second. Totally unexpected, too. It did, and you're out in space maneuvering right back to Batuu, and uh, that, that that's the wrap. You, you crash land. You walk through some wreckage to get out. Um and it was fantastic from beginning to end. It was amazing. Now, if they can just make it work all the time, yes, that would be fantastic. And I will say, so normally I wear a motion sickness patch for new rides. I totally forgot last night because I had distractions. I don't know. I'll blame Epcot. And uh, I had zero problems with my motion sickness on this ride. There's uh, the drops and stuff are short and quick, and then it goes back to stable. So there's a few intermittent spots where I think if that continued for minutes, yeah, it'd be a problem. But it's like five seconds of motion, ten seconds of motion, that sort of thing. So final thoughts, Anthony? All in all, despite the drama getting there, it was totally worth it. You, sh- you guys need to make it happen when you're here. Absolutely worth checking out when you come and uh, definitely rope drop it because that's going to be your best bet to join the right boarding group. Hopefully we get the virtual queuing figured out or whatever they want to do long term. But uh, it was worth it. We had fun. Hopefully we'll get to do it again tomorrow. And uh, I'll talk more about the uh, 
oh, the fun situation of us getting on to the attraction on the the real show next week on on next Thursday. So uh, for Anthony, this is Doug for Rope Drop Radio.